0: You are listening to the Red Roots Podcast.
1: Good good morning, good morning, or late afternoon, I should say. Good morning. Good morning. It's like 11.30. Is that? It's still morning, technically, but is it? I mean, 11.30, is that really the morning?
2: No, I think people take lunch breaks now at work at
1: 1130. Yeah. Then you got to work like 13 hours after your lunch break, though.
2: Not if you started working at eight in the morning,
1: but you only work three hours and you're on lunch break already.
2: Yeah, I used to when I worked at. Oh, that's where this
1: is coming from. This is coming from (laughs) like someone who didn't want to wait to eat lunch and then you suffer all the way till six from 12 to six. So you go three hours in the morning. You don't eat lunch. Then you go six hours in the afternoon. Yeah, I and mean, then you get a fifteen-minute
2: break. I think.
1: What do you can do then? Smoke your cigarettes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like,
2: uh, eat cookies. I don't know. Eat a banana.
1: Yeah, suffer. That's <laughs> suffering. When you see someone like at work, un- opening any type of wrapper, that means that they're hungry and they ate lunch too soon, or they're dieting, or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, or they don't have money. It's not payday yet. One or the other.
2: Yeah. Well, it happens. I remember. Eating at eating lunch at eleven
1: thirty, so it it happens with it happens with you. Anyways, yeah, so <laughs> it's been a good week, no? Yeah. yeah. It's been busy, productive. We had a visitor this weekend. We had a there's a friend that we used to work with and uh, he's part of our church and community and whatever in Cochabamba. His name is Ariel. he was here for the weekend. You got to meet Simon. You got to meet him, what do you think about him? Nice guy. If he's a Very jerk, nice he you can say he can't speak English, so he's not gonna hear this.
0: No, he's a nice guy.
1: No, I'm kidding. I know you are gonna say that. that's why I asked. No, he's a good guy. Uh, he came and he helped lead worship and stuff too, and and uh, we got to hang out. He came for, for work, but you know, I was extra spare time or whatever. We uh, we got to hang out and such. So that was good yesterday to have that. It was refreshing and mm-hmm. it was fun. But I did, I realized, like we hung out like twenty two year olds, yeah. and that's great for Simon because last year <laughs> he was twenty two. But man, like I feel like trash, man. <laughs> like, like I feel like I, f- I feel hungover, but we don't. You know, we don't drink or smoke or anything. Well, y'all like were that. out
2: till pretty late a few nights, and then you ate dinner really late, which you don't usually do anymore. Yeah. or haven't done for a while. So you
0: know yeah i remember thinking you messaged me like at like quarter past seven or something you were like hey we're gonna go out at nine and start looking for food and i was like is that a typo (laughs) Did did
1: no i would i i kind of wish i did but it's like i don't know it just tells me how old i'm getting i feel like i just partied (laughs) hard all weekend like i need to go to rehab it only took 48 hours to destroy me (laughs) to, (laughs) to destroy me so yeah no it was a good time we had a good time it's always good seeing old friends and such and I don't know just getting that time to spend together and it's even more fun when they serve in the ministry and stuff and yeah. you can kind of you know serve alongside them or they can come in I don't know you can enjoy those those times together that's really cool mm-hmm. so it was a good weekend and that in terms of that we had a big breakfast this morning with all the all the fellas plus Melinda right yeah um yeah so it was good what else happened this week I can't even think about it. Like, it seems like we—it seems like it was so long ago when we did a podcast. It feels like it's been a month. But yeah, we didn't
2: skip last week. No, we no. didn't. Yeah. It does feel—it was a long week.
1: There was a holiday last week.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, whatever. Oh, we talked oh, yeah. about that. I don't remember what it was, but that holiday. Next, so next week, next Sunday there is a another. It's is it a hot? I don't know. The do election day is next Sunday. Mm-hmm. So here. Um, for election day, you can't have any type of gatherings or whatever. You can't, I think you can't use vehicles or anything. You can't use transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things you can't do on, on ele- like basically 24 hours around the election or something like that. So, all of our services for this weekend are obviously canceled. Um, so, you know, I guess we kind of get a slower week because we don't have anything to prepare for this weekend. We don't have worship rehearsal. We don't have youth, we, you know, because. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. So, but Sunday we walk to you walk to your polling place, your local polling station. Is that what you call it? I don't yeah, know. which is
2: one of the schools that.
1: It's not polling station, is it? It's a po- uh, yeah, polling station. Polling? Station. Is it That polling, okay. I would call it a polling yeah. station. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. And you guys speak the original English, so I'll take that. Um, yeah. So you walk to your polling station and you place your vote. We're voting for president. We are voting for senators. We are voting for some other stuff that I, I'm not gonna lie. I, don't, I just don't know what it is. There's like a deputy something, but like I, I tried to understand it and I tried to like, I've been really engaged cause you know, like I, I live here, like, you know, my uh, my ministry is based here. My, my kids and my wife live here, you know, so I've been trying to really be engaged and see what's going on. So I've done a great job, I think, keeping up with like the presidential race and stuff. But the other stuff is really hard to find information, <laughs> but it, everything's by parties, right? Yeah. Like, so There's an orange party, and it goes from everybody who's running. They have a straight down orange, and there's a blue, and there's a red, and there's you know all this other stuff. There's a green. There's a green. Looking
2: at it, there's even a pink. The revolutionary nationalist nationalist movement.
1: You're gonna vote for that just because it's pink? No. Yeah, we definitely (laughs) don't. I'm just saying,
2: have you seen the pink signs? No, I haven't. No? Maybe I
1: thought I probably thought it was breast cancer awareness or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I really don't pay attention. All I see is the big ones with. The faces all over them yeah. you know mm-hmm. i don't see so what are the parties again Can, there do, do are you have actually
2: nine yeah there are nine um candidates and there are nine parties movement for socialism which is um, president evo morales
1: movement for socialism or Two socialism
2: it says uh four in english okay. movement for socialism mm-hmm. civic community which is carlos mesa democratic social movement oscar ortiz mm-hmm Solidarity, Civic un- Unity, Victor Hugo Cardenas, Christian Democratic Party, Chi. Got my vote.
1: I don't care. Anything <laughs> else? I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> Can I say the name? <laughs> Chi <laughs> Hyung Chung. Oh,
1: okay. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> and bad. the
2: Revolutionary Nationalist Movement, Virginio Lema. And there are four more. Shall I go on?
1: Uh, maybe may no. not.
2: Okay. Bolivia Alliance says no. Oscar Ortiz, The Front for Victory, Israel Rodriguez. National Action Party of Bolivia, Ruth Nina. Third. There's a woman. Wait, there's a woman running yes, for prison? Yes, Ruth Nina.
1: Where's yep. she been? Because like, have you seen anything? She what's, doesn't it, what's, what's her party again?
2: It, National Action what, Party what of color? Bolivia. Is no she, color. It's, she doesn't have a color. It doesn't have a color, so yeah. No. And then you the, assumed
1: she was pink, didn't you, <laughs> chauvinist?
2: The final one, third system movement, which is Felix Pazzi. All
1: right. So none of those guys at the end stand a chance. No. Right. It is a, well, actually... There's a Evo Morales is leading at thirty some percent. He's polling at thirty polling right at thirty some percent, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he's followed by Carlos Mesa, Mesa, but it depends on everything is so manipulated. If you look at who's winning, like you know, is polling well, like it go it jumps from like 8, to eight yeah. percent the difference in some of the you yeah. know different channels or different channels, uh, you know, platforms. I guess you could yeah. say whatever. So, but I, I think Evo is ahead in all of them, and then Carlos Mesa, and then Doctor Chi who is um, a believer, Is um, he's, he's gaining, uh, he's not gaining that much, he's growing, we'll say that. I think he'll make it to like 10%, which is interesting because that opens the door for that party in the future to be yeah. more available in local elections and stuff like that. It's a very interesting thing. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's a tough thing. There's a lot of Christians who uh, have come out in support of Dr. Chi, and I think he's, you know, he's a very intelligent. He's done some things. I've, you know, I've been trying to read about him. But a lot of people just support him just because he has the title Christian. And it's like, I, that's, a, that's a start. But, like, you know, I don't know if a guy, <laughs> I just like if a guy moves here from Australia and we know nothing about him, he could have lived on their bridge for Australia, but he's a legit Christian, does that qualify him to be president? I mean, it's a question of,
2: Oh, that's a question. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, does I mean, it I mean, qualify him to well, I mean, be a what doctor? Do you, what do you think? Well,
1: well, I'm just asking. What is your opinion? Not what do you? What is your opinion? What do um, you like? Do you think that that is he quali- does Being a Christian is that enough to qualify you to be president?
2: Um, no, not not alone. You know, there's a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge that we want in a leader. You know,
1: that's not true. We always just vote for Christians. Yeah, <laughs> like if a it's like you said, if it, if a guy walks up and says, "I'm a Christian," let me operate on your, you know, like yeah, uh, or
0: like a, a businessman. Yeah. If he was, is he qualified to be president? Just because he's
1: he yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying absolutely he is. I'm saying that's a great example. I don't know. I think we we get so caught up in like what we like that we consider people qualified, and then we start saying stuff like, "Well, no one's actually qualified." Ah, uh, hmm. actually, <laughs> there's a you can't like, can study you can politics. Study, yeah, you can study political science. Like yeah. you can You know, it's a thing. So it's very tough. There's a lot of confusion going on right now. A lot of people don't know who they should vote for yeah um, they know who they should not vote for mm-hmm. uh, but for the most part um, Christian specifically I'm obviously talking about Christians but I think there's a lot of confusion and there's been some extreme comments made from different sides about um, homosexuality or LGBT and then there's been some extreme comments from the Christian side made about so like uh, I don't know how femicide is that a word in English Basically, it's abuse, right? It's uh, like, uh, what is it? when spousal—not Spousal, not spousal abuse, uh, domestic, domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence, let's say that. Yeah. And so it's a growing issue here in Bolivia, and there's a lot of women that are getting killed even. They just be abused, abused, and it gets to the point where they get killed. And so it's an, it's actually been an issue that has been talked about on some of the platforms and with the um, different candidates. And one of the questions they asked the Christian guy is... Well, it's ridiculous. Uh he, he said what would you what would you do to combat that? And he essentially said I'm putting in my, in my own words he essentially said I would teach women how to love their husbands better. And like yeah <laughs> I don't think so it's, I mean, it's, so it's the woman's fault because she's not loving her husband well mm-hmm. that she's getting beat and killed. Like it, that's just so, you're so disconnected from the reality. And so it's not as I think for a lot of people, it's like, oh, he's a Christian, we'll vote for him. And they start making excuses for it and whatever. And yeah. like, and it's the same thing that happens everywhere, right? The Christian guy gets the votes, but then the Christian guy says some things that we really shouldn't support a rally around, but we've already fully committed to him, So now we defend it. Like and I saw yesterday, there was an argument among some of my Bolivian friends and they're all Christians, and they were going back and forth about that. Uh, one of those, something like that. And then the defense was, oh, well, nobody's perfect, and blah, blah, blah. But you can say the same thing for the other candidates. It's yeah, like, man. no one's perfect. Like, it takes all. Mm-hmm. That just takes us all back to square one. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. Oh, okay, well, it goes back to who should I vote for, you Here's know? Here's what's
2: difficult, though, I've, I found here is that you can't really fact check. So no. someone no. can no. start a rumor on, on Facebook, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, how do we know? because so-and-so said it in an interview. And it's like, well, where's the interview? I don't know, you know. So I I heard that um, Dr. Chi actually killed someone and it's like wait a minute (laughs) seriously (laughs) and then it's like wait a minute this could be a lie from anyone it could it could have started from a kid in the street and somehow managed to make its way on facebook yeah so uh i mean it it gets dirty you know politics gets messy
1: yeah yeah and i think we have to be careful with what we share and stuff Mm -hmm. in these times of those stories because at the end of the day it can be the worst candidate it could be the communist party right um and we don't support that, obviously. However, if somebody shares a story about them that's not true, we are, and we share, and we're sharing it and supporting it. It's, we're, we're bearing false witness yeah, against exactly. that person. That's a sin. That's sin, mm-hmm. and, and we have to be very careful. And that's what we've been talking about in church: is just really keeping our eyes at the northern part, the northern part of the compass, the whatever. I don't know how to say that in the way I want to say it, but just keeping keeping our focus on where it should be doesn't mean ignoring the issues that go on or not voting or not getting involved or whatever, but actually the opposite is doing it with an open mind and not being swayed and persuaded and convinced and allowing some political party to tell you who you are as a believer, you know, because yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happens a lot of times when we get so caught up in the emotional stuff and we start spreading lies. And I know there's somebody listening right now and they're thinking like, yeah, like CNN does. But then there's someone else listening and they're saying, yeah, like Fox News does. Yeah. Well, you're both right. But uh, you both have probably been... Uh, deceived because you're saying that you know what I mean that's the whole point that's what they want you to to think and the media is not really the enemy it's it's us we're looking for that they just give us what we want to what we want to hear anyway so they're not really the enemy they're just that's their job is to you know I don't know so it gets very very confusing to a lot of people people who want to do right and someone made a comment we had like kind of a like a forum type thing in church last week was it Mm -hmm. and somebody said I may have mentioned this last week in the podcast I don't remember but some one guy was just like man all we have to go by is what they say. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's like it's really hard. And I just really appreciated that, though, the transparency and honesty of that. Of like, man, I don't even know. Like, I'm gonna take a chance of voting, but is that? I mean, a voting for a person X, but I don't know what the outcome is gonna be. Hmm. I think it's it. This the election just has major implications for the country of Bolivia. There's a lot of things. So I will give a little bit of backstory. Um, the current president is Evo Morales. He's been president for 13 years. The the limit of, what is it, the term limit, there's, two, there's a two term limit, and the terms are five years apiece. And so he's, this will be his, he, he's been president for two full terms and then half a term, because somebody, he essentially got the, when he first entered in, he got the guy ran off after two years and he took his place and came in and took over. So that, technically that's one term, but he said that didn't count. Okay, so then he did two more terms, but then he got the Constitution amended or changed, whatever you wanna call it, um, to be able to run again. And so he he um, is putting himself to run again, even though it's against the law essentially. And then they did a referendum here two years ago, three two or three years ago, did a referendum to see okay, well everybody's making a big you know hubbub about it, so let's mm-hmm. do a referendum, see if we run. And they voted no, and fifty one percent won the referendum. Well, he went right out of the referendum, ignored it, and went straight to what is it, the, essentially it was the Supreme Court here and got. Uh, Basically got approved to run saying based on the idea that it was it's a human right to run for president And so he's running for president again, and and the the country exploded It has been exploding kind of in around that and it's kind of calmed down last year kind of calmed down a bit, but now um, He's running again He's you know probably gonna win and it's it's very it's a very complex situation Mm -hmm. You have different people groups you have different education levels and you have different like there's a lot of indigenous uh, groups that live up in the mountains and things like that there's a lot a lot of people mm. and he the, pretty much focuses on governing those groups and they there's been a lot of gift giving and they'll come like they, they'll come down here and they do um they'll give like motor they were giving motors for boats to the to these, uh, people that lived in these tribes in the jungle and stuff like that and they were you know,
2: giving away land,
1: too. Yeah, they're giving away land. There's a bunch of stuff like that they're giving away. And so, you know, it creates a dependence on the government so that you kind of get stuck. And so that's what's been going on for the past 13 years, more or less. So people have had enough, like have had absolute enough. And so that's why you had, was this, at the Bolivia said no or whatever party? Mm-hmm. That's where that party came from, is it's re- in reference to the referendum. Is there's It's been a massive campaign for the past two or three years. Bolivia dijo No which means that Bolivia said no. We said no. We, you can't run for president again. And like that's been the whole push behind that. And they even created a party behind it. And um, I don't know. I, I, on paper, I'm not going to be a negative or definitely not prophetic or anything, but on paper it just looks like he's going to win again. I mean, yeah, just-
2: well, I think... I think historically, you know, you, you vote for the name that you recognize most. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. Or um, and, and when you want to vote against him, but there's no strong option. It's like, well, at least we know what we're going to get with him. You yeah. Know? And so, I mean, and you're required to vote here, you know. And so. So, yeah, sure. he He's helping the poor. He's helping us. He's giving away free th- free stuff. I think it's kind of just easy to.
0: Very true. Yeah. People. Are, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I guess. When someone's been in power for 13 years mm-hmm. for a lot of people i mean a lot of the younger voters he's all they would have known mm-hmm. right as, yep. as their as their president so you're saying to them pick between the life you have now or go into the unknown or picking a new president where you won't know what your life will be like under that president. So, i guess for a lot of people you just you pick the oh let's just stay let's just keep ever yeah. Stay stay well with what we know we don't want change
1: yeah that's um, very very true. Cause like Change is, people are so terrified of change and it's a big, it's a big thing, but I even think about it in terms of missions like us, we made a decision to come to do something of the unknown and every missionary has to, but how many people that are legitimately called to missions are sitting at home because it's just, I'm not knocking them or anything, but like, it's just, it's scary. Like, uh, at least here I know that I'm going to work at this time, this time. I know how much money I'm going to make this month. Or, you know, yeah. I know what this is. And so they don't. And so it kind of it kinda goes along the same. Because as humans, I think that's our natural tendency mm. is to. And like, well, like the Israelites, when they, they're in the desert, it's like, well, we want going to go back to Egypt. I'm like, what? It's like, well, at least there we had food. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, like it, it turns into that very quickly. And um, I don't know. So I think the safe in people's mind, the safe option is, well, a. I don't like them. It's not been good, but this is, you know, we know, at least we know, like you said, it's a very good point. We know what to expect with this. We know what it is. and I, But the problem is, is I think they're mistaken is because you don't know what to expect. It's just, get, it's gotten worse every term. It's gotten more, uh, and I'm speaking freely because this is the Red Boots podcast and we talk about what we want. Um, no, But I'm speaking, I usually typically don't talk this strongly about it, but I mean, it's I think it's important that the listener know what's going on too. Um but with every term, it's got more dictator-like. Mm-hmm. The laws have gotten more oppressive. They've gotten more, they've taken more advantage of the vulnerable. Uh, that's what we talked about in church yesterday. Um, but it's, got, it's also gotten more hostile to re- religious groups and people as well. Last year, they presented, was it last year? It was last year, It was, yeah. last, year, it was yeah. last year they presented a new penal code. And it was a whole new penal code, right? And so there was malpractice laws for doctors. There was something that affected lawyers. There was a bunch of different stuff in there. Um, but one of the things, and some of you guys may have heard about it. We sent out a letter or something, I think. And um, But one of the things uh, is that, and I'm going to mess up the information, but anyways, it was punishable. Like, you couldn't recruit, pick up, or essentially evangelize or something like that in the, in the streets. And if you did, it was punishable by, like, 5 to 12 years in prison or something like that. And um, they're just basically putting the clamps down on church groups and... and it proselytizing is that am i saying that right anyways like you know um and they use the word recruit and stuff like that so it's it's up for you can def, you know so it can be open for definite for so they can define it how they want pretty much mm-hmm. so you, if you so we had in the ambulance here at the at the hospital the ambulance uh, the, ch- the hospital lends the ambulance to the church and then we were picking up kids in another community at this time and so that could have definitely counted as that and so had that penal code stuck which it didn't thank god um that, that's something that possibly could have been, could have been punished with five to, 10, five to 12 years in prison, or whatever, mm-hmm. seven to 12, five to 12, something like that. Um, this is very, I mean, very tipping point. The reason it didn't go through is because the doctors went on strike. And so we were, what, two weeks really without doctors. Emergency rooms and stuff were open, but other than that, um, all the, the do- doctors in the hospital and stuff, like they were on strike, uh, maybe more than two weeks. But they, and then different groups that it affected, not necessarily just the Christian groups, but different groups that affected came out and were, were um, protesting it, and, and they want to strike, and so they essentially forced the government's hand, and they told them they wanted to drop the whole penal code, because a lot of it was 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 absurd, and so they had dropped they dropped it. But had these groups not gone out and protested and made their voices heard and stood for justice, the church would be. Well, I mean, we'd be facing those issues right now. Mm-hmm. They did not change that because the church rose up and because, it, like, I'm sorry, that's not why it was changed. It was changed because we can't have a country without doctors. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, the, you can't. And so that's what was changed. They were like, drop the whole thing. Because at first they were trying to drop parts and negotiate different parts. But it came down at the end, it's just drop the whole thing or not, because it was ridiculous. Like, just drop it all. And they did drop it all, but they didn't drop the ideas. They've mentioned here and there the ideas. They asked them right after about religion and he, he made it very clear that he still believes that and he still supports that and thinks that. So now, fast forward to now, he's running for president again for like the 18th time. Um, He, should he be elected, the conversations have already started about being president for basically for life. Like in China, just happened, he got approved to that same situation. That's that's what we're looking at when he does that and then, you know, they kind of manipulate the people into the the movement to Socialism Party, uh, people into different positions and stuff like that. And it's, you know, politics are dirty all over the world, but there's a lot of corruption and stuff involved in that. And so um, that essentially gives them absolute power, which they already have, because he's already centralized power to the federal government. They, are, they have so much power now, way more than they did when he first started. Mm-hmm. And they control so much stuff. They control the power companies now. They control most of the banks. They control the, the main airline in Bolivia now is controlled by the government. Um, BOA is, is a, it's a, it's the best airline probably, but it's the government airline um, so they control all this stuff and so but the thing is is because they control it they provide jobs they provide jobs they pay fairly well so what is that re- that the return of that is support so the people that work for these government organizations they want this movement to socialism party to continue to exist because that's their well-being you know they're getting paid more than they could Mm -hmm. anywhere else
2: and if they don't necessarily um want them to continue they are forced to because they will lose their job yeah that's
1: right That's if they don't
2: uh side with that party
1: yeah yeah if you get caught like going against the party yeah you'll lose your job i
2: mean they do thorough searches on social media to make sure that you're not going against their party or saying anything negative about the president and and will contact you i don't know necessarily who contacts you but we have a, a girl at church Whose um a mom was uh threatened to be fired because her daughter is against the movement towards socialism and so she said that she would have to remove anything she put on facebook about um they, any about
1: a yeah, the, the protest because she, she's going yeah. to protest and marched against like the movement socialism yeah. and stuff and um which which we encourage, honestly, like not, nah, we don't encourage rock throwing and all, bl- blockading and stuff, but right. definitely like get out, be present, mm. make your voice heard in a peaceful and loving way, but definitely make your voice heard. But um, so she, she, the, I guess they knew that she was involved in that. And so threatened to fire mom. Yeah, it's, it's oppressive. It's very oppressive. It is, it's very, Um, I mean, it's, it, it's communist. Like even if we don't vote on Sunday, then our bank accounts or your Bolivian bank account gets shut down for like three months. You get's locked or frozen. You can't get money. You can't move. You can't travel. They won't let you travel in the airport. You can't pay your bills either. You You can't pay your bills, so all your stuff gets shut off. You're forced to. You have to vote. It's punishable. You don't get prison time, but it's punishable. You know, Um, so it's very oppressive. It is already very um, communist-like. You know, some of the way that things work, and you've probably seen this is like it kind of feels like communism (laughs) you know and we we kind of joke about it but it you know at the end of the day like it that's really what it is and so uh there's a lot going on there's a lot of emotions right now there's a lot of anger there's a lot of fear there's a lot of and so we've been trying to at church we've been trying to find the balance of hey keep your eyes on Jesus doesn't mean ignore everything but it means keep your eyes on Jesus But it doesn't mean we look away from politics. We see Jesus in politics. How do we represent him in politics? We just keep our eyes on what the goal is Mm -hmm. of who to represent. I think a lot of times we take that as to ignore everything. Remove yourself. Don't talk about politics, whatever. Like People make this statement about racism, and they say like the best thing for racism is to ignore it. Well, you would make a terrible oncologist. Like ignoring a problem never makes it go away. That's not what, right. <laughs> you know. And so it's the same thing as believers. We don't ignore politics. Now we don't get mad at our friends and beat them up because they're Democrat or Republican or whatever. I don't know, you guys have different parties and stuff, but um, we don't do that. But at the same time, we, you know, we make Jesus the focus of the way that we vote, of the way that we act. Jesus, not, not Bolivia, not this, not that, whatever. Jesus and things that glorify him. That's what we put first. We don't, we're not nationalist. In the sense that, well, we'll put Bolivia first, then we'll think about Jesus, and so no, we, Jesus in the center, Jesus on the left, Jesus on the right, he's everything. But it doesn't mean closing our eyes and ignoring things and shutting up and not talking. No, but it, it just means focusing on Jesus in the way that we respond to things and in our conversations about it, and our reactions to some of the bad or good things that happen. We respond in love, and we respond as as beacons of hope for Jesus in the midst of these circumstances and that's kind of what we've been trying to push as a church is not for to vote for this person or that person I mean you can vote for whoever you want you know um, but to remember who you represent and why you're here and yeah definitely a voting is a part is an effective part of why you're here but not apart from who you are in Christ you know so it's a very it, I think it's an easy concept to, to understand but it's a very tough concept to put into practice you know. So that's where, that's where we're kind of at now, here, and the, the major implications for the next election. Um, I mean, the economy's not going to look great, either, regardless of what happens. So I don't know, there's a lot There's a lot going on. And so that's all we've been asking for prayer at the end of the podcast, every couple weeks. I hope some of you have been praying, at least. I know some of you have not. <laughs> you put the praying hands on your phone, maybe, like, <laughs> praying. But uh, no, we really do appreciate the prayers and uh, the support. And it's just definitely needed. Bolivia needs it. Um... I don't know. I mean, I could go on and on, but it's it's a very, very important time. I just can't stress that enough for for Bolivia as a whole, but definitely for the Bolivian church as well. And um, I don't know, we just need to step up as a, like the church. We just got to step up and be be more present, more aware and know what's going on and be more involved. Right. We need to send uh, this. And I was mentioning this at church last week, too, It's like we should see now the state of politics. And start discipling young people. All young people, but definitely young people who want to be involved in politics. And So disciple them, teach them to be Christ-centered and Jesus, you know, God, Jesus-loving, gospel-centered in everything that they do. But also encouraging to really encouraging them to really study politics and learn things, like to you to do both. To equip yourself the maximum. Keep Jesus at the center, but go and study and learn all this stuff necessary as well so just to, you know, to change the future, this is a, there's a future here and um, God has put us here for that reason. he's given us these mandates, these cultural mandates and these spiritual mandates of make disciples and if we're obedient to that, then I think even politics looks different, you know?
2: Yeah, I think it was uh, before at least just a very, uh, an idea that is so far away from the norm, especially here because it's like, you know, we've talked about this before, how today, today is live for today, you know, we're not mm-hmm. planning for our future. And it's lived for today in individual mindset. Like I need to make it today mm-hmm. and my family needs to make it today. So you were rarely considering my neighbor or I'm rarely considering my whole city or my country. Like, like let everyone else take care of their own mess, you know? Um, so to, that will just require a whole mindset change in, in one person, which is awesome because I love what we're doing at church. You know, it feels like the sermon series that we've been going through is preparing us for, um, just a, just a change in, in the country, you know, it's like mm-hmm. to want to desire progress and, and obviously it, it means a physical earthly progress, but for the goal of, for a spiritual eternal goal, you know? And so, so yeah, it's, it's, it's cool because we can say this is what the country needs, but where's the starting point? And yeah. to see that our church has already started digging our feet into those root issues, um, within our church community and in our neighborhood, So it's awesome.
1: The first step I think is you got to talk about it. You have to, you have to yeah. talk about it amongst believers and not from a political standpoint, from a biblical standpoint. And then you let that influence your politics. Like, and I think there's, when we do that though, the fear is, is that it destroy. there's regardless in, in American context, regardless of what party you belong to, there are some biblical, like the, the, your biblical viewpoint will destroy some of the viewpoints of either party. Mm-hmm and so then you catch yourself like, well, I don't know what to do, you know, but you do know what to do. (laughs) You follow Jesus, we're led by the Spirit, you know, you you, you make a conscious choice, and you can choose a party or a person and not support everything that they, I mean, that's, hopefully, hopefully you don't, there's, hopefully there isn't a candidate, I mean, it would be great if there was, but there is not a candidate where we should support everything that they stand for. That's, that's ridiculous. You know, They're different people, I, you probably don't even support everything that I stand for. You know, we work together. We're friends. But it's a, that's there should be that diver- diversity amongst the parties as well. And I don't know. Everything becomes so polarized and streamlined, you know, against this and against that. And But we and again, we take it debate, hook, line and sinker, and we begin to identify ourselves as believers, align ourselves with these set of thoughts that aren't necessarily a Christian set of thoughts there. It's. More morality, but without love, right? Mm-hmm. Or the other, there's like love without morality, or whatever you want to say, and like it's it, it creates an unbalance and you know the ec, ecu, i can't even say it. I'm saying it in Spanish.
2: Equilibrium, <laughs> Equili- <laughs> It's an English word too. <laughs> I just don't know Equili- how to say Equilibrio. it.
1: Equilibrio. We'll just say it in Spanish. <laughs> ha, take that. So yeah, um, I don't know. It's just a—it's a—it's a crazy thing, man. But it also reminds us that, you know, this is the, this is the encouraging thing because it feels hopeless, right, when we have these conversations. And, again, like, if we're being honest, if we had to be betting people, we could all bet on who's going to win. And it does it's not going to look good. But this good news for us is that the church has always, historically, the church has flourished under the worst conditions. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even, you know, uh, pre-Jesus even, not pre-Jesus, pre-Jesus' birth and whatever, israelites in egypt and then there's up and down up and down the israelites you know basically doing all this stuff and then we see well essentially in, in in europe the evangelicalism pretty much died and then you know you have the reformation and stuff like that and it's coming back and then you see persecution and all these in the middle east and in, in china and asia and you know even the church has has flourished it survived the test of time. Mm-hmm. And so the Roman Empire, the persecute, like there's all these things and it's, it survived the test of time. So it's no time to panic, regardless to who wins. There's no time to panic, but it is time to wake up. The, you know, and that's what I think we are panicking, but not realizing that we have the power to wake up and, to, and not be so polarized on one thing or another and dig our feet in the sand and not say, oh God, take us out of here. But love people here enough to understand that we have hope, we have a future, we have eternal life. So there's nothing that can happen here that's going to affect us. In the grand scheme, there's nothing here that can happen to affect us. So what should we do then with our time here on earth? Is we should use that to seek justice and loving one another and serving people. And that Jesus be known, that people get to know the true, the one true living God and Savior of our lives. And they get get to know him and submit to him and give their lives to him. And they can also be productive, you know the just people who are justified by faith seek justice for others Mm -hmm. and that's spiritual justice and physical justice as well and so we look to help the poor and feed the needy poor spiritually and poor physically you know we do both and and that's that's what we're here for we definitely get involved in politics but we get involved in politics with that in mind not with necessarily with oh what's best for me or what i like or whatever definitely that, that plays a part i'm not saying but to completely but Jesus does say, "Take up your cross, deny yourself, <laughs> follow me." Like it's not necessarily a political statement, it's, but it is a political statement because it's an everything statement. It's a life statement. It's just it's you know esteeming your neighbor higher than yourself, and just seeing like, okay, what's what what, what is my part to play in this? And just really as an individual, really seeking God and taking some time and, and praying, like Holy Spirit, lead me. If I'm wrong on what I'm you know politically or on some of my stances, or if I, if my, I have blinders on, or you know whatever the case may be, if I have a blind spot. Reveal it to me, so that I can better represent you in that area. Because that's what we're here for. Because end of the day, I mean, Evo can become president and be a communist tomorrow, and everything can fall apart in Bolivia, and it's going to stink for us if we if we're here and all that. But at the end of the day, this our hope isn't here anyways. Mm-hmm. So we're still not hopeless, even when you can't see hope. We're still not hopeless. You know, our faith is placed in things not seen. It's the evidence of things not seen, and that's the way that we live. As if the things that we don't see it, but we know that it's there, and we live to that. We live toward that and not in fear of the current situation or whatever. And so I think that's where we are as believers. That's what we are as a church. And uh, It's funny because this conversation I think does extend to the three countries that are involved here, right? Yeah. We, we're in Bolivia physically and that's just really the point of this conversation. We're talking about Bolivia but it also extends to the United States as well as into into England and, and, and the UK. So mm. right now at these times, you know. Yeah. So good no you good Simon you've just been gushing <laughs> so when do the results come in when do we find I, out I think Sunday night I think Sunday, Sunday night
0: Sunday night Uh you know what quick
1: turnover. I don't I think that's in the States that it's the same night I think here probably Monday morning, morning, morning you probably yeah, really, really know so
2: is it they're not rounds whoever wins this?
1: okay so the way it works is you have to get 40 percent at least 40 percent to win and there's because there's 3,000 candidates If somebody, the first person to make it to forty percent, is probably going to win, and um, unless it's close, then it goes up, and you see who wins, whatever. But it goes, yeah. So if no one makes it to forty percent, then the lowest ones get essentially removed, and it goes on to another round of voting, and so then the top two candidates or whatever go against each other. And so what it does is takes all those split votes that were split up between the eight thousand people that are running, and then they have to vote again for one of the two candidates. And so it just, you know. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Let's just hope. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. But yeah, that's how the way it works. So that's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Praise God. We got a cleaning day on Saturday, though, we right? We do. Oh, I forgot about it. Thanks for reminding me. I'm pleasure. sitting here looking at this mess. Yeah, it's a pleasure, you jerk. <laughs> um, yeah, Friday. We're gonna start Friday, and then we'll do Saturday. We'll do a cleaning day. We want to finish the office up. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a meeting space. Man, we have huge dreams and stuff for the future. And it's, it's tough when you don't see it coming, but we maintain the vision. I think between the four of us, really, we maintain. I say the four Rudy's obviously a huge part of what we're doing and what we want to do and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, we'll finish that up this week. That's great. We can take advantage of the, the weekend yeah. kind of. We'll, yeah. Uh, what else? What else is going on? So we'll have election results next week on the podcast. mm.
2: Yeah. I can Good give morning. it to
1: you right now <laughs> without being a prophet. I mean, I wish I couldn't, but I, I don't, don't know. know. I
2: think, like, with social media and, and us being able to, especially here now, being able to um, see the effects of of communism in Venezuela. Social. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So, you know, communism, In right. Venezuela and seeing the effects of poor governing um, in Ecuador. Like, yeah. we're getting that news so much faster, like, instantly, you know. Yeah. I think that people are made aware now of the consequences, and so they, they want to Vote consciously or differently. Yeah. 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 So who hopefully, knows?
1: Hopefully, hopefully, that's what we can pray for. So I don't know. Something has to happen. Something has to happen. So we'll see. So, you this week? Quiet week, really,
0: because yeah. you know, I haven't got to prep, prep for Sunday. Um, prep.
1: <laughs> I told you guys that you guys always do that. <laughs> I, exactly. I'm glad he did it because you both try to act like you don't do that. Prep. <laughs> like so much more effort. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, there's the P there. You so. <laughs> gotta pronounce it. It's like a big P. We follow rules, <laughs> even
2: English rules.
1: I know, but I say prep. <laughs> Did you not hear the P on the end of that prep? No, you left it out. <laughs> you both said silent prep. P. Prep. What? Like good grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. So you don't have to prep Should for have Sunday to prep. School?
0: So just go football in the afternoons. Um, yeah, and then. That's it really. yeah Quite a week. Quite we should week. talk
1: short term future short term plans yeah. and community yeah, yeah. center plans this week since we have some a little bit of extra time and not yeah. as much pressure to get ready for Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. We, we want to start doing short term teams next year would be great but like later next year to have some short term teams come down but we want to plan the whole experience and have like a really good experience mm-hmm. uh, ministry wise obviously but then also we want people come down all the way down here it's a long trip it's mm-hmm. not cheap. Sorry it's not cheap. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and uh, so you know we want them to have a good time as well. So we're gonna do like uh, I told you guys already. Yeah. Gonna, we're gonna take. Rarus is gonna take us on like this. A boat trip. Yeah, like a boat trip. We're gonna look for pink. Do- boat trip. And we're gonna look for pink. Du- pink, pink dolphins. <laughs> pink. <laughs> that hurt my you ears. I cake. have the headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The yeah, pink pink dolphins. <laughs> it's funny because I say all my letters soft, and you guys say them so hard anyways look for pink dolphins and you can see animals and stuff like that so we'll see how it is and see if it's something that we want to do with teams in the future and also be good for us to get out and just have fun with the four of us here and um just be able to enjoy ourselves and so we'll see so if you're interested in bringing a team let us know you got us on facebook or write simon he's good at that stuff some of you love simon you should add him on facebook by the way simon howling h-o-w-l-i-n-g there you go it's simon.howling on instagram Yes. You don't even know because he doesn't use Instagram know. that much, but that's who you are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, it'll be a good week. We'll have some, not necessarily relaxation time, but time to focus on projects that aren't the priority right now, which should be really good. We'll get our stuff together and whatnot. Yeah. So, so good. That's what you got going. This basically this week it's football yep. and stuff. Yep. You, you. Um,
2: that's the normal classes. Well, good design classes, and then I have um, rehearsal tonight with a oh, yeah. church uh, that we've been helping out. And they are preparing preparing for youth um, camp. Camp, mm-hmm. yes. And so w-
1: camp, camp. You already said it. once. And so we're working
2: way. on their worship set um, for Sunday and their worship set for uh, youth camp. And so um, besides that, I feel like I don't know. One one Sunday you preached how we work so much on we focus a lot on these projects and events that we have happening and and that. Uh, that we we should be encouraged to focus on our hearts and our attitudes while we're doing these things. So I don't know. Just I preach up. that.
1: Yeah. Amen. I don't remember <laughs> it, I, but I, I'll take credit for it. Amen. So I woke
2: up this morning, you know, just just look at God, just thinking like, OK, why, why do I feel so much pressure? Like I have to do this. I have to knock this out, knock this out. Um, and I don't really care about the attitude that I take when I do these things, like cooking. You know, like most of the time I'm cleaning the bathroom or I'm cooking. and I'm like, My attitude is just terrible. Like, I hate doing this. And I think God cares more about the condition of our heart when we do these things than, than the actual check this off the list. So I'm going to be working on that this week. Just my heart and my attitude when I when I perform our daily tasks.
1: You're not going to get a response out of me to that, but okay. Awesome. I'll pray for you and Thank you. support you in whatever you want to do <laughs> about that. It's good. So yeah, it's going to be a good week. I think it'd be a good week. I'm excited for this week that we needed this space. We need this time to finish the, the year strong and be able to kind of coordinate and get excited about other stuff too. We've been so entrenched in church work. It's fun to kind of be able to dream and think about other stuff again. Yeah. So. So good stuff. It's been a political episode, and that was the intention, actually. I just didn't say it in the beginning, but we talked earlier. Like, hey, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And just, I mean, Simon agreed it's a, probably a good week. to. We we're taking audio to the airport. It's a good week to kind of explain more or less. I mean, there's tons of stuff we didn't talk about, but just more or less the idea and what's going on, mm-hmm. what's really going on, and what, how to pray more specifically and stuff like that. So. Just pray for peace as well, and believe you. I didn't mention that, but pray for peace, regardless of who wins and doesn't win. Someone is going to be ticked off, yeah, and they're going to be ready to like tear stuff up, regardless of who it is, mm-hmm. and it's going to get ugly. There's going to be. Cl- I, I hope there's not. That's why we're saying pray for peace. But the, if the the natural response is for the, there to be clashes and stuff in the streets yeah. and stuff like that, There already have been. Yeah, this week
0: in the the final,
1: someone got killed in the past, didn't they? A few yeah, weeks yeah, ago yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not good. Not good at all. We are image bearers. We don't deserve to die because someone disagrees with us, mm-hmm. and um, or we don't deserve they don't deserve to die because they disagree with us, or vice versa. Yeah, um, there are crimes, but those crimes aren't punishable by death. Being upset about or supporting a candidate that's a fool is not punishable by death, or vice versa. You know, mm. I mean, everybody thinks the other candidate is a fool, so I'm not saying that about anybody in particular. <sighs> uh, anyways, that's a whole nother conversation. But anyways, so pray for us this week. Pray for Yeah, pray for everything. Pray for everything. We're definitely praying for you guys, and, you know, you guys, as most of you are believers, I think. And as you go through these huff huff times, as you go through these tough times of uh, politically charged times, and there's a lot of confusion, we're praying for you. So we hope that you pray for us, and um, have a great week, and you will hear from us next week. Provecho. (laughs)